crime series created by Temple of Geek. At the core of the project is the importance of telling the stories of women who have found inspiration, growth, and power through fandom. My name is Jenna, and in this episode, we're talking with Hashirahiro Cosplay. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I can't complain. It's nice talking to you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. Well, I'm super excited to talk to you and then to pick your brain and learn about everything you love. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) How much time do we have? So tell me a little bit about yourself. I am 23 years old. I'm still in school. I'm a woman in STEM and I have a cosplay account on TikTok that I started during uh, COVID, which I feel like many people can relate to that. Through that, I got more interested in obviously cosplaying and in fandom and like interacting with people. And I've gotten introduced to like a lot of different series and a lot of different fandoms. And so I'm just huge weeb, huge nerd. So what do you think of when you hear the term fangirl? What's the first thing that kind of comes to your mind? I kind of have a twofold answer to this because I think that when I call myself a fangirl or call like my friends a fangirl, it's in a very like positive connotation. Like, oh my gosh, we're such like fangirls or oh my gosh, I'm fangirling over Dobby in today's My Hero Academia episode. And just I think of someone who's really passionate, excited, knowledgeable, and just like has like that energy, that intensity, that excitement and that love for something that's so pure and just brings so much joy and it's kind of infectious, you know? So if you hear someone ranting about like something they love or talking a lot about like this fandom or the show that they just started, it's infectious. And you're like, wow, that's so cool. Like you can tell how much joy you have and how much love you have of that thing. Unfortunately, there's the other side of it, which I think it's gotten to be less of a, I guess not derogatory term is the wrong word to use, but it's gotten to be less of kind of an insult since I started getting more involved in fandom, but like, especially in the early days of fandom, like even when I was a One Directioner back in middle school, like being called fangirl was kind of an insult. And, um, and some people I think still hold that mentality. I'm glad to see where society's moving in the direction of kind of realizing that that view is on the term fangirl is not only like sexist, but also just kind of like tampers people's spirits that's actually how I feel as well like I feel I feel it's a knee-jerk um association with that word is kind of ooh, ooh. that's you're too intense you're over the top but I don't understand exactly what is wrong with being passionate about something and I think that as fandom people in fandom we're kind of taking it back now yeah exactly I see that now and that's what's like really makes me happy especially like again thinking back to when I was in middle school or like when I was younger and you know, in fandoms, I would be so embarrassed for anyone to find out that I really loved like Supernatural or like Doctor Who or anything. I'd be like, oh my gosh, this is just a me thing. Like I'm keeping this to myself and it can feel kind of isolating. So I think reclaiming the word is like really nice because you get to be like, yeah, I'm going to wear my sweatshirts out in public and people like if they come up to me and they're like, oh, wow, I recognize that it brings it like makes me happy as opposed to like, oh, like I'm going to make sure no one knows that I like this because that's cringe. It connects you like the you see somebody, they have something in common with you and you're able to have a real life conversation with them and relate to people on a different level. Exactly, exactly. What were some of your first fandoms when you were younger and or growing up? I was an interesting child. Uh, We didn't have like cable or anything or like really access to like much 
of that type of media. So I remember whenever they would air Teen Titans, they would air it like one day a week. And I remember watching that and just loving that. I think when I was six, I went as Raven for Halloween. That was definitely one of my first. And then um, Harry Potter really Mm -hmm. did set it off for me. I think it was the first time I really knew what fandom meant because I had a couple friends in elementary school who started reading it and they're like you should start reading it and I do remember like checking out the book from the library and reading it and you know going to school and talking about it with those friends and seeing how popular it was and then some of the movies coming out and like you know waiting in line for the movies and so that really did like introduce me to the concept of fandom and the concept of like a bunch of people getting really excited over you know, a series or piece of media. Now it's really, it's a very complicated relationship. I look back and I'm like, well, I'm really grateful for like the way it progressed me into like loving things. It it was definitely something that a lot of us growing up first were able to see a shared interest in a big pop culture. It was kind of like what I imagine how, you know, when Star Wars came out, you hear people would be online for Star Wars in the 70s forever. It's kind of like how our... Well, I'm a little older than you, but our generation learned about this kind of hype. It's just really cool to see how I think like those fandoms evolve and people even kind of move from fandom to fandom. I do feel like a lot of people who started out in Harry Potter are now like in like the anime fandom. I know you're a big anime fan. Did you get into that when you were younger or is this like um, something that was a more recent trend for you? It's actually very recent. One of my friends was also was an anime fan, was kind of getting back into it during COVID. And um, they had started, they had watched My Hero Academia and they bullied me for like <laughs> months. Like, I don't know. This doesn't seem like for me. Like, I don't have any idea like what it's about. Anime I didn't watch until the past like maybe three years. I was reluctant only because, you know, you have that that connotation that people would associate with weebs. And now it's changing and I love seeing that. So it's kind of that same thing where I had definitely let some of those like preconceived notions of like, I don't know if I want to watch this. And then finally I gave in. Now here I am. (laughs) What about fandom in general inspires you? I think kind of going back to what I was saying earlier, it's just that ability of people to be like so unapologetically excited and passionate about things. I really appreciate people who are like genuine and passionate. That's like things that I look for in people and friends and partners, like the ability of people in fandom to be like, yeah, this is me. Like, I love this. Like, these are my opinions. Like, I'm going to get super excited. I'm going to dress up. I'm going to like, you know, rant about it on my Instagram story, like be super excited. That type of stuff I think is really inspiring to me and brings me that like sense of peace of like, okay, cool. Like I can do this too. I can be excited about things and I can show like my passion for things. And it's cool to be that excited. And so that's really like what I love seeing. Do you feel like embracing your inner fangirl has changed your life? It really has made me more confident. Like I said, when I was younger, like I was always afraid of being made fun of for being nerdy or being in a fandom. I was afraid of as being thought of as weird. And so you know, it was more something that I hid. And then I was like, oh, I don't want people to know that I'm like into this. And I, you know, would be afraid of people finding out or I'd be like, you know, not talking about it as much unless I was with people I trusted. And, you know, as I've grown and 
especially now, I really think it's made me more confident in who I am and in being able to express my emotions. And I'm still an introverted person, I think at heart, but I think it's made me more of an extroverted introvert where it's easier for me to say like, okay, who cares if someone thinks this is cringe or who cares if someone thinks that's weird for you to like be super into anime or whatever. Like I really like it. Uh, This is fun for me. It brings me joy. It like nourishes me. And so I'm going to, you know, be unapologetically myself and I'm going to show this to the world and I'm going to feel my feelings and share my excitement. And if people, the right people will appreciate that and, you know, support you in that. So, and I think that, you know, kind of goes on to life, being more expressive about your needs and your likes and your wants and being more assertive and being more outspoken. It's been something that's really important to me and really helped me out uh, as I grow and develop into a person and a professional. And so I really have, I think, fandom to thank for that. I think that there is some sort of confidence that comes along with, I guess, embracing things that you once thought maybe would have you made fun of. Okay, life is short. The people who are going to make fun of me for not for liking anime or for like getting really excited about something or not the people I want to hang around with anyway. So it's kind of a good weed out. <laughs> yes, that is it's it's the litmus test of friendship for friendship. <laughs> yeah, it really is. And like in my opinion on friendship, you know, people don't have to be super excited about fandom or whatever, but when I'm finding friends, I like to see people who are passionate about something or who get that excited about something. And I love hearing people talk about what they're passionate about. And I think it's super cool. And so even if we're not into the same things or interested in the same things, a good friendship is really one where you feel comfortable expressing those passions and your excitement. And you really enjoy listening to the other person talk about that. And so I think just, it makes like a good test for a friend if they have something that they quote unquote fangirl about, like, for me, I'm like, okay, you're a cool person. Like you have values, you have passions, you have things that like drive you and guide you and make you excited. And so that's like, for me, a really important thing that I look for in people, regardless of like, whether they're into anime or they're into like, whatever their job is or something. Like if you can show that excitement, I think it's super cool. What do you think a younger version of yourself would think of the person you are today? She would be a little like, I like to think that she'd be proud or like, think it was cool. Um, the cosplay stuff that we're doing and being more active and open. I think that, you know, again, kind of going back to that confidence, I think that it would be cool to like be able to show a younger version of myself, like look at how like confident we are and like, look at, we're doing what we love and like, we're, you know, successful, like in the way we wanted to be. And we're like, you know, kind of balancing like that, part of life with like the professional part of life and like we have friends and like people we can share interests with and I think that would be a really like I think if I was younger and saw was able to like see that I think it would give me a lot of hope for like the future so you are as we've touched on your cosplayer your content creator on TikTok Instagram what are some of the most challenging aspects of content creating that you faced just feeling like the algorithm is against you. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty common for a lot of people. It's like, you know, a little frustrating. And you're like, I really did this because I wanted to share it with other people. And I wanted, you know, to connect with other people in that way. It's a form and of so, art. It's like showing off yeah, your artwork. Yeah, exactly. And so that can be frustrating. The frustrating thing is sometimes if you like get yourself into a niche, if you want to explore like outside of that, sometimes that can be difficult because then either like, 
but it's hard to get yourself known more in those fandoms because of that algorithm, because of that, the follower exactly, base. Exactly, yeah. You know, sometimes if you're really tired or sometimes you can lose a little bit of like creativity or if you have like, again, it ebbs and flows. And so when you're seeing stuff that's like not getting pushed out as much, you're kind of, it makes you lose your motivation a little bit. Right. So it's important to like try and keep that up in other ways. It's not necessarily your follower count. It's the people that you've actually, you've actually met. It's definitely about that connection. You know, sometimes you're like, oh, I wonder like why this isn't higher. Like this person has like a super high following count. And then I'm like, uh, it doesn't matter. I just I do this for fun at the core. This isn't my job for me. For some people, it is, and I think that's also really cool. But for me, this is a hobby, and this is something that I do for myself. And right. so it's also challenging to remember that, and that's something that I really try to work hard on. A successful cosplay or successful video is one that I enjoy and that I feel proud of. So I think that you have to remember that if you are somebody who's getting into cosplay or starting to post things online, I think it's very important to remember that you're at the core, you're doing something that you love. And always oh, yeah, make it about sure. something that you're proud of. Really, it's just about like you wanting to do something and having that joy. And like if you show that you're having fun while you're cosplaying, I think that's really great. So what have been some of your most memorable experiences in creating content and cosplaying? The coolest thing I did was um, when I went to my first con uh, for like my first anime con, it was really like a very like out of the blue decision where a couple of us were like, we're going to go. And we sort of had known each other from like zooming and stuff, but really we'd never met. We just got a hotel room and we went to con for three days and we cosplayed, like we did group cosplays every day. And it was like the most fun I've ever had. I think you traveled for it or was it was it local? local. So um, yeah, it was a local con just getting to have that experience and we all vibed immediately and like we still laugh about those experiences and like that I think is my most memorable experience because that was really again putting myself out there and meeting new people which for me was another scary thing because of again confidence and like me being introverted I was like oh I don't know like what if we don't get along and we're there for like three or four days and we're gonna have to like what if this like all ends terribly, like all those fears and worries that you have. And I think being able to put myself out there really like meant a lot for me and really helped me develop as a person even further. And so I think all of that kind of stemmed from that one experience that ended up being really great. To a similar effect, I don't think six months ago, I would have thought you're going to be hosting a podcast about fandom and meeting all these people. And I think it's, it's just a really great thing that we have the internet. I mean, again, you have to be safe. It is still the internet. It's still people that you haven't met behind the screen. Um, But I don't think I ever would have imagined that, hey, I'm sitting here talking to you now about fandom. It's so much fun. It's cool to be able to have those connections farther away. And I think that I makes fandom stronger and like makes that like solidarity, like, but especially between fangirls, like we got to stick together. And so being able to do stuff like this, because the internet makes it possible. So I think that kind of wraps us up for today. And thank you so much for agreeing to talk to me today and to share your opinions and your thoughts. It's really been wonderful. Oh my gosh. No, thank you. I'm so glad we got to do this. And this was super fun. This was. Do you want to just give your handle for anybody who's looking to check out your Instagram or your TikTok? 
Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, I am Hashira Hero underscore Cause. So Hashira, like from Demon Slayer, Hero underscore Cause on Instagram and on TikTok. I do a lot of different stuff and just vibes. So. Just vibes. <laughs>